today on the news and why it matters. Uh, Planned Parenthood, you know that organization that really needs our taxpayer dollars to, uh, you know, just stay afloat? Well, they've just announced that they will spend $45 million on the 2020 elections. Huh. That's weird. A uh, lot to get into there. Also, a climate expert shreds claims made by our good friend AOC. Uh, we've got a lot coming up on this Friday. You don't want to miss it. And it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy Friday. I am Sarah Gonzalez today joined by Pat Gray, the one and only Pat Gray of Pat Gray Unleashed. Thanks mm -hmm. for being here. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got Giancarlo Sopo, whose name I really, really like saying. I just want to <laughs> just keep saying it. Although you are, you're not Italian. Do you have Italian in you? Uh, so supposedly I have Italian ancestry on my dad's side, but I'm taking it with a grain of salt so I don't pull an Elizabeth yeah, Warren. Yeah, you never want to do that. Yeah, you never want to do that. I have to, I, like, I have yet to confirm it. I have to say it Italian, though. Uh, yeah, he is a, a writer at TheBlaze.com. You can find his work there. And also our uh, social media director and guru. I like to say guru. Thank I like you. to say that. Social media guru, John Ruggio. I'm actually Italian, so. Oh, okay. John Ruggio. That doesn't work as well. hand motion. <laughs> it doesn't work as well. Uh, we got a lot to get into. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So um, there's like over 50 million people in America who miss work just due to pain because we hurt all the time. Uh, these Americans, yeah, you guys are usually spending over $2,000 a year on just pain relief. And 66% of you expect to just live the rest of your life in pain. That's really depressing. Uh, we hear from literally tens of thousands in this audience who tell us how Relief Factor has changed their lives by helping with their pain. Uh, I can tell you from personal experience, I use Relief Factor and it helps me. I had a car accident back in 2013, uh, had a bunch of herniated discs, things that you don't want, things that cause a lot of pain. Relief Factor is the only thing that has helped for me. Uh, it is 100% natural. It is made from botanical and fish oils. And uh, so it targets the inflammation in your body, which is often the root cause of your pain. You just don't know it because you're masking it with like big pharma nasty stuff. Don't do that. Try Relief Factor. They have a three-week quick start pack. It is $19.95. That's a dollar a day. And 70% of the people who try that go on to keep ordering more. It's working for that many people. It can work for you if you are one of those millions who are in pain. Don't hesitate. Go to relieffactor.com. Get that three-week quick start pack. That is relieffactor.com. Planned Parenthood. Oh, I can't wait to get into uh, this story, especially because Pat, uh, off air, he reminded me he loves Planned Parenthood. Oh, it's great. Yeah. What do you hate? Women's health? Is that what you hate? Reproductive, <laughs> reproductive health. health? That's a great point. Hate? That's a great point. I love their reproductive health. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Planned Parenthood's political arm will spend $45 million. I love the way this is written. It says on pro-abortion candidates in 2020, which is like, okay, so on the Democratic candidates, <laughs> yeah. I guess. I don't know any of them who are not totally pro-abortion. Uh, this is the most ever spent on the organization uh, by the organization in an election season. And they say the stakes have never been higher. The Trump administration has managed to undo so much over the last three years. The fact that this summer the Supreme Court might gut Roe versus Wade is an indicator of their intention. And they've never been so bold. The money will flood into nine battleground states. They are Arizona, Colorado, Florida, Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. Um, I do want to show one of these ads because it is 
just insufferable. And we want you to suffer along with us because misery loves company. But uh, I love this talking point that the Trump administration has managed to undo so much over the last three years and that the Supreme Court might gut Roe v. Wade over the summer. I've got no indication that we have a Supreme Court who is ready to do that. Not at all. I wish it was true. <laughs> I wish they were right, but I, I don't see any indication this Supreme Court uh, will will gut Roe v. Wade. They're, they're not even talking about taking up any uh, mm-hmm. abortion issues right now. Well, and you even have, I mean, I know that they screamed in the streets like it was the end of the world when Kavanaugh became, you know, confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Kavanaugh has sided with Planned Parenthood, you know, when it comes to Medicaid funding. Yeah, so, so both Gorsuch and Kavanaugh said in their hearings um, that uh, they felt that Roe v. Wade was established law that there was precedent around mm-hmm. it, that they probably wouldn't mess with it. Right. So this is just propaganda. Planned Parenthood is just an extension of the Democratic Party. Yeah. John, what do you think? Yeah, just fear-mongering. There's really nothing there. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I apologize uh, in advance if any of you have high blood pressure. I hope that you've taken your meds. And uh, without further ado, I would like to show you one example of this We Decide 2020, where all of these uh, millions of dollars are being spent in political ads. Here's what that looks like. Can I be blatantly honest? My life is at stake in this next election. Mm. It is a matter of life and death to have access to quality health care. Birth control. To safe and legal abortion. And accurate sexual education. And that's not happening right now. Our reproductive rights have come into question yet again. I was a young nurse when Roe v. Wade was passed. Now we worry about protecting it every day. There is no reason politicians should be telling me when or if I can build a family. We need to go forward, not backward. We didn't always have the right to vote. Many of my family members grew up in segregation. My dad grew up in a country where he didn't have a voice, but I do. Voting is a way to do something when you wish you could just do something. That's the whole point of our system. It's the basis of our democracy. Politicians think they decide what we do with our own bodies, but guess what? We decide Uh, to go out there and make the change that we want to see. We decide who our leaders are. Nosotros elegimos nuestro futuro. We decide our future. We decide. We decide. (laughs) We decide. The left is fascinated with this saying the same thing over and over and over again with different people. (laughs) We choose. We choose. We decide. We decide. We decide. And in 2016, they did the same thing against Trump. Yes. Yes, they did. Uh, It's agonizing. I mean, that is agonizing that the legislative body should not uh, they shouldn't have any say in murder issues, in, in actually taking human life. Mm. Of course they should. <laughs> of course they should. Nobody's telling you when to have a family or uh, how to build that family. That's mm-hmm. not what it's about. And yes. they know it. They know, they know it's about taking human life. They know that. It also seems like they checked off all the inter- intersectional boxes. They did. Yeah, yes. there was the trans Yes, trans they had the man. Trans, trans man. Man, I guess. I don't know what reproductive rights he's talking about. (laughs) I got news for him. He can't have an abortion. And the first line of the video, like, my life is literally at risk in this next election. It's just everything's an exaggeration. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're never 
willing to say this is about abortion. It's always about reproductive health care right. or women's health care. It's a nice euphemism. Yeah, and if, if, it, if, abortion, if there's no problem with abortion, why don't you just say it? I mean, why do you have to come up with these different terms to define it? It's, that, that's a great point. Giancarlo, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I know you specifically have a, a little bit of a, a, you know, a personal background that may take issue with the the woman who said you know well my dad grew up in a place where he didn't he didn't have a say and he couldn't do this and he couldn't do that that's why it's so important for me yeah so usually what happens in like regimes overseas so like where my where my parents are from from cuba is that abortions are actually mandatory and where and like where these oppressive governments they try to restrict population growth by forcing mm-hmm. women to have abortions. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes uh, they'll also perform abortions without women even requesting one. So mm-hmm. it's actually it's like the the, the complete opposite. opposite. Yeah, yeah, they have it completely wrong. And also, I thought it was curious, like you said, that they would start the the commercial with saying, "Oh, my life is literally at risk." Actually, you know whose life is literally at risk? Mm-hmm. The child. The baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just that there's a baby that dies every single time an abortion is performed. Uh, but you know. What is that? Especially when they, they call it, they say, we want accurate sexual education. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, of course. They don't want anybody to talk about abstinence because it's not accurate that that prevents babies. Right. If you don't want to get pregnant, <laughs> don't have sex. That's not accurate. Well, or, you know, the fact that the, the baby, it is actually a baby inside you. It's yeah. not like a cantaloupe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like right. every single biology textbook published, I don't know, for like decades now has said that like human life begins in the womb. Nobody says otherwise. To pretend otherwise, it's just uh, sheer foolishness. So if anyone is peddling inaccurate information and fake science, it's the left. And if they're saying that their life is literally at stake in this and that's hinging on abortion, what century are you living in? How often does do women die in childbirth in the United States of America? That's pretty rare. That is really rare. It almost never happens, but we hear about it all the time in the safe abortion thing. I, look, I've got uh, personal experience with uh, unsafe abortions in my past. My grandmother died from an unsafe abortion. Wow. Um, she tried to abort a baby with a, with a hanger and got a terrible infection and died from it. Um, and I still don't favor uh, abortion. It's still murdering, killing a baby. It's, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable how we've allowed them to spin this uh, this discussion and talk about women's health care rights when, like like we just said, it, it's abortion. You're ending human life here. Yeah. And on that topic, uh, there was a tweet that surfaced that uh, this particular activist is in a lot of hot water for. Uh, her name is Renee Sherman. She calls herself the Beyonce of abortion storytelling, so you already know she is a really credible person. Uh, and she tweeted this week, I've talked to my five-year-old niece about my work and abortion in an age-appropriate way. She understands the kids are a handful, and sometimes people don't want to be pregnant. She gets it because it's quite simple. I mean, John, what could possibly go wrong with telling a five-year-old girl that, uh, you know, sometimes kids suck, and we don't want them. You're lucky. All right, kid, you're lucky. It's, it's grotesque, really, if you think about it. And think of, like, the mindset that that child is now going to grow up with, that kids are a hassle, they're a burden, and if you don't like them, you can just get rid of them. Like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine, as a five-year-old, having that idea planted in my mind and what, what I might grow up into with that kind of stuff. How that might shape your opinions yeah. and your outlook on everything after mm-hmm. that point of being a freaking five-year-old who, it's really quite simple. 
Giancarlo, it, it's quite simple, right, for a five-year-old to, uh, to understand all of this. Yeah, so I, I think the left is completely bulldozing over the innocence of children, mm-hmm. and not just on this issue, but also now the Democrats in Florida are trying to restrict a law that would prevent um, uh, doctors from, from performing irreversible gender-changing surgeries on, mm-hmm. on children. So the left is just completely out of control. Uh, it, like we've always seen children in this country as being sacred and, and, and worthy of protection. And we've completely done away with that in our culture. Yeah, that's a great point. Pat, what do you think? I told all my kids that we didn't actually want them when they were five <laughs> and uh, said it was just an accident that we didn't get you aborted in the first place. And now we got to deal with you and, and you're really a problem. And I think they seemed to, they seemed to get it. Did they? They really got it. Mm. Yeah, they appreciated it, it. Yeah. Yeah. So they all grew up as axe murderers, but it's okay. It's okay. We need a few axe murderers in this country. I mean, it really is. It, <laughs> they have just completely tossed aside the innocence of children. Yeah. yeah, it's gross. I mean, because you're not even talking about just the kids who say that they want to be transgender, probably because their parents have implanted that idea into their, you know, small yeah. heads. But you've got them, you know, dragging them to drag queen story time hour. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got them telling, mm-hmm. I, they tell me all the time that, you know, I mean, I explain gender to my kid at four and he can be whatever he wants and he can do this and he can do that. And I'm like, your four-year-old like probably doesn't comprehend much mm-hmm. beyond like, no, of course not. Thinking poop is funny. Yeah. And they want to be eating, baby Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> and being tired and grumpy. Yeah. There's not much more that they can comprehend besides that. What do you think, John? So when Planned Parenthood talks about uh, proper sexual education, what you have to understand is that they're... Abby Johnson, the former director of Planned Parenthood, who did the movie Unplanned, is great on this issue. She said they want to be in your schools teaching your kids and letting them know that Planned Parenthood is a safe resource for them. So they're trying to implant themselves Mm -hmm. inside the school where the parents don't have any control Mm -hmm. and then they can start filling the kids heads with those ideas so it's it's really weird propaganda technique that's really gross if you think a lot about it very very devious uh at despicable at at the minimum Uh, all right coming up next you are not going to want to miss this a climate expert tells us what we've all been saying this entire time that maybe the world is not ending and all of the activists should maybe just take it down a notch stay with us we'll be back (sighs) it was beer friday and i forgot You are going to uh, laugh. You are going to cheer when you hear what climate expert Michael Schellenberger said. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about uh, Deborah. Deborah's home was stolen. And uh, I don't mean that some burglar came in and, like, stole all of her belongings. I mean, scammers on the Internet actually stole her home right out from under her. Yeah, the FBI calls home title theft one of the fastest-growing white-collar crimes. Um, I know, Pat, you talked to the home title lock guys. They came in, mm-hmm. and they literally just, like, stole your house, your home in title right, minutes. right in front of you. Yeah. And they even showed me the signature that they did. I thought it was my signature. Uh, that's how the good they were at forging it. Um, so, yeah, it can happen. When I found out it can happen that easily, I, I knew I had to have that, that kind of protection. Yeah. Um, I mean, you think about it. You've got all of your equity. You know, that's like your retirement fund, right? All of your equity in your house, and it could just be gone. You guys don't realize that this can happen, but all the home titles are, are stored on the Internet. 
So if it's stored on the internet, it you got hackers, you got really bad people that have access to it. It's sold on the dark web for like 40 bucks. Your $80,000 in equity, gone for $40. Uh, you got to go to HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address to see if you are already a victim. You would not know it unless you go to Home Title Lock because no identity theft uh, program, no bank, like nothing else protects you from this. But lucky for you, we have got you 60 risk-free days of protection if you go to HomeTitleLock.com. Like I said, enter in your address. It's the only way to find out if you have already been a victim of this. It is HomeTitleLock.com. Michael Schellenberger, uh, president of Environmental Progress, which... If you can tell by that name, this is not a conservative environmental group. It is a progressive environmental group. They are very concerned with climate change. Uh, he had a little bit to say in House testimony today. He was, or I'm sorry, yesterday. He was uh, testifying in front of the House Committee on Science, Space, and Technology on the science of climate change. And uh, he, as you will find out, has a little bit different opinion than, say, Greta Thunberg and AOC. Watch. I'm an energy analyst and environmentalist dedicated to the goals of universal prosperity, peace, and environmental protection. Between 20, 2003 and 2009, I advocated for large federal investments in renewables, many of which were made as part of the 2009 stimulus. And since 2013, I've worked with climate scientists for the continued operation of nuclear plants around the world and have helped prevent emissions from increasing the equivalent of adding 23 million cars to the road. I also care about getting the facts and the science right. I believe scientists, journalists, and advocates have an obligation to represent climate science accurately, even if doing so reduces the saliency of our issue. No credible scientific body has claimed climate change threatens the collapse of civilization, much less the extinction of the human species, and yet some activists, scientists, and journalists have made such apocalyptic assertions which I believe contribute to rising levels of anxiety, including among adolescents and worsening political polarization. Um, Pat, does he get uh, does he get kicked out of the scientific community? Oh yes, canceled. Yes, <laughs> definitely. He's a denier, right? climate denier. Yeah. The other mm -hmm. thing that was great in there um, was him saying that we've got to tell the truth, even if it reduces the saliency. Well, that's a new thing for the movement because uh, they've said for decades now that we should hype this thing up, even if it's not true, mm -hmm. to get people so worried about it that they actually take action. And that's been what they've been doing the whole time, is doing this extremist nonsense that is scaring the crap out of people. And they're doing this fear-mongering. And it, you've seen how it affects the next generation, like Greta Thunberg. Mm -hmm. Um, so for him to bring in a little voice of reason into this thing is fantastic. Uh, they've been harping on this 12 years, then, it's, then it was 11. Now it's already down to 10. I don't, that's gotten, weird we lost two years in about a month and a half. How did the, have we found out how that happened? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and he's right. Uh, even the IPCC uh, mm -hmm. at the UN has tried to say, we didn't say that. We never said no. that, guys. The report guys. didn't say that. Yeah. So for him to say it in front of Congress, that's huge. And Pat, I've, I have actually heard on your program, Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, that you've gone over just since the beginning of whenever they first started saying that climate change was happening. I mean, it was what, mm -hmm. in the 60s? Yes. Yes. 60s and early 70s. And that they that, you know, things were going to end in 10 years from that time. Yeah. Uh, so when 1980 comes around, we're going to be, we're all going to be underwater. Uh, they, they predicted that England would be gone by now, underwater. Um, they've predicted all kinds of uh, horrific events that 
just have never occurred. They've been wrong on every prediction they've mm. ever made. Yeah, when I was a kid, I remember the, the, all the talk about the ozone yes. layer. You yeah, don't, you don't hear about that anymore. That no. if you you can't break the styrofoam, yeah. in the styrofoam cups because it would it would mess with the ozone layer. Yeah, you could use hairspray. I remember that uh, one too. Yeah, yeah, I never abided by that one at all. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, it's incredible that you have this this community who, as Pat pointed out, has literally been wrong on everything, and yet somehow mm. we still deem them totally credible. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're trying to bring people from the right over to, like, thinking that this is a problem, we need to address this, this is the kind of guy that mm-hmm. we want to hear from. Yeah. Someone who's mm-hmm. going to tell us the facts, whether they, it helps his cause or hurts it. Instead, we get AOC telling us that we're going to die in 10 years and Greta Thunberg saying, I want to go back to school. I <laughs> deserve to be on the other sides of the ocean. And it's like... How are we supposed to take that seriously? Yeah. Like, come on. Something tells me Greta does not want to go back to school. <laughs> no, yeah, she's, she's living it up. Something tells me she is enjoying her yacht time. Uh, before we go, really quickly, whew, President Trump and Jim Acosta had another tense exchange during a media briefing where Acosta pressed the president to make a statement uh, or on a statement from Ukrainian associate of Rudy Giuliani, Lev Parnas, who, of course, is not what you would call credible and uh, also in his own legal trouble. Uh, so let's watch that brief exchange. But I don't know him. I had never had a conversation that I remember with him. So when uh, you certainly, let me just tell you, you just have to take a look at the polls. Quiet. You just have to take a look at the pictures. You just have to take a look at the polls. You see, I don't need anybody's help. We're doing phenomenally well. The economy is the best it's ever been. So <laughs> Parnas now is because... The Trump administration has come out and said he's he's not credible. He's not telling the truth. There's yeah. no reason to take him seriously. He's and like Parnas, the, he's Parnas, like the Julie Swetnick of yeah, uh, he really is. Family. And yeah. and so Parnas came back and said, well, every time you say that, I'm going to post a photo of the two of us, mm-hmm. as if having a photo with you and someone else means that you guys mm-hmm. are working together in cahoots to, uh, you know, break the law. Anyone can take a photo with President of the United States if they're willing to pay like $1,000 for a rubber chicken dinner. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the way it works. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's nothing there. Uh, there's, nothing, uh, there's nothing there. But it does feel good every time President Trump uh, is, is, uh, says anything snappy to Jim Acosta, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. And, I mean, Acosta interrupted him like four times mm-hmm. after asking him the question. Yeah. Let him answer the question. And he very calmly said, quiet. Which was very appropriate, but the left is all upset about that, too. Yeah. John, what do you think? Yeah, it's all stage time for Jim Acosta. He thinks it's <laughs> yeah. his big moment and to, like, make a speech and correct the president while he's answering a question. That's completely inappropriate. Well, that's yeah. what I love is that they want to get on to the president for being disrespectful to the media as if the media has no, you know, responsibility to be respectful to mm-hmm. the president. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And this was in front. This was at the White House in front of um, a bunch of children who were there to talk about religious freedom in schools. And it just kind of it rubs me the wrong way when all those guests are there and you're like badgering the president with these questions. It's, right. It, it rubs me the wrong way because Jim Acosta's Cuban and I want to root for my people. Uh, <laughs> so, but I, I can't. With, they can keep him. You know who Jim Acosta's biggest fan is? Who? Jim Acosta. Oh, that's true. <laughs> right, we'll be back. <laughs> no doubt about that. Yeah. Before we go into uh, overtime, 
Let's see what we've got coming up. Justice Department reportedly investigating James Comey over FBI leaks. Oh, that's sad. You hate to see anything like that happen to James Comey, who certainly doesn't have it coming whatsoever. Uh, also, Senator Martha McSally of Arizona. Oh, CNN is really, really mad at her because she exchanged some uh, some words with one of their reporters. I want to get uh, your take, gentlemen, on whether or not you think it was appropriate for her to say. Also, just for funsies, we've got uh, Pornhub is being sued by a deaf man because the uh, adult oh. video site does not have subtitles. <laughs> Travis, you spell, uh. <laughs> Is that hard to spell? Or maybe that's why they don't have this. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, obviously, insightful analysis to come. Don't forget, uh, if you have not yet already, subscribe. You gotta subscribe to Stu Does America, a new show. It is starting uh, next week, January 21st. It is starting, so you gotta go to YouTube and subscribe to Stu Does America. Also, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, by the way, you can subscribe to my channel as well if you haven't already. It is Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. You can find that on YouTube as well. Uh, simple search will do it. Also, youtube.com slash Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. We got a lot coming up. It's going to be a fun overtime. Go to blazetv.com and catch it. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Former FBI Director James Comey is reportedly under investigation by the DOJ over illegal leaks of confidential information during his tenure. Uh, this report said that investigators were probing whether Comey had anything to do with a leaked document suspected to be fabricated by the Russian government and obtained by Dutch intelligence officials. And the Dutch provided it to the FBI while Comey was uh, director. And the uh, this documents that it included an email detailing an alleged interaction between Wasser Wasserman Schultz. Don't you miss her? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Did, did you just I almost know. throw up? Yeah. Yeah. It was a physical reaction. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Leonard Bernardo, an official of, oh, shocking, the George Soros funded Open Society Foundations. Uh, and that document helped Comey make the fateful decision to announce his refusal to charge then-candidate Hillary Clinton in July of 2016. Of course, uh, you know, I feel like James Comey just has it coming. It's ju it has to just be a matter of time with all that he has done that we've found out about. I'm shocked that he's lasted this long being able to just tweet, you know, re weird photos on Twitter and uh, not have any repercussions for any of his actions. Yeah, he's uh, a real douchebag. <laughs> and, uh, is that your professional opinion? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes. Yeah, it's almost a medical opinion. Um, but uh, he's tall. That's the one good thing I can say about him. He's, he's about tall. eight foot six. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw, I saw so, some old footage of him interacting with President Trump, who was about, what, 6'3"? Yeah. Comey... Yeah towered over him by at least a foot and a half. I'm, I swear he's eight foot six. <laughs> but he should be in prison. Mm. He really should. He, should he really In a special cell for like really yeah, tall Yes, a really tall yeah. ceilinged cell. Okay. The thing that is so funny about James Comey is he has just, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not envious of this part of his job that, you know, he came out and uh, he said that Hillary Clinton, you know, well, 
she may have broken all these rules, but we're not going to hold her accountable for any of it. And conservatives hated him. Mm-hmm. And then he dropped the, uh, oh, by the way, Hillary Clinton is still under investigation right before the election. And, and we then, loved him. Yeah, and yeah. liberals hated him. Mm-hmm. He's just, I feel like we can all be unified in <laughs> saying that we really don't like James Comey, or at least we haven't liked him at one time. Yeah, this was Survivor. It'd be unanimous. He'd be voted off the island. <laughs> <laughs> No question. Yeah, he's just he's just terrible. It's just like he's 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 grandstanding. Someone who held like I think like a very important position, and who I think has completely compromised the uh, the reputation of of our country's most important law enforcement body, mm-hmm. certainly at a federal level. What do you think, John? Yeah, I mean the media talks a lot about how Trump is delegitimizing our like CIA and FBI, but. What James Comey has done has done more to discredit the FBI's work than anyone else. And a lot of people in the FBI hate James Comey because of it. Mm. Yeah. Do you know who James Comey's biggest fan is? No. James Comey. James Comey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Jim Acosta. Oh, yes. So Senator Martha McSally is just getting all kinds of ire from left-wing media after um, she was walking through the hallways of the Senate on Thursday. This was, of course... They were announcing that the Senate trial is starting, the impeachment trial is starting. And uh, CNN senior congressional correspondent Manu Raju asked her if the Senate should consider new evidence as part of the impeachment trial. Here was uh, how that went down. Senator McSally, should the Senate consider new evidence as part of the impeachment trial? Man, are you a liberal hack? I'm not talking to you. <laughs> You're not going to comment? <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Okay, so not not inappropriate at all. No, I they they say that to Fox News all the not that they're liberal hacks, but that they're conservative hacks. Oh, you're fake news, blah blah blah. Faux news. We've heard that from politicians forever about Fox. Mm -hmm. But if you say it about the sacredness of CNN, somehow that's wrong. No. Yeah. So it's uh, the over at National Review. Uh, Charlie Cook had a wonderful story, like uh, fr- front page story called CNN is not, a, is not a News Network, where details like just all the journalistic malpractice that goes on there. So it's mm. totally true. CNN is a corrupt news network. That's what it should be called. Uh, I don't know anything about Manu Rogers, so I, I don't know about him personally, but, but he certainly works for a network that's a liberal hack. Yeah. I mean, just look at what they did to Bernie at the last debate with mm. phrasing the question as... Uh, to Warren, why did, like Bernie said it, they didn't leave the room for that. It might be, he did say it, he might not have said it. So there's just, they have no credibility left with the left or the right anymore. So I'm completely fine with her saying that to him. Well, apparently they are uh, the least self-aware group ever. Here was um, our good friends, Don Lemon and Frito Cuomo, talking about how dare Senator McSally say that to one of our people. Watch. That's what was so upsetting about McSally today. This is a woman with an amazing record of service to this country, and she really acted like a punk today. She did a disservice to herself and the seat that she holds, which is John McCain. But she wasn't even elected. Right, she was appointed. She was appointed. She lost. Dumb and dumb. Right. um, Through a fluke, like some would say, Trump won, but that's a whole other show. But through a fluke, she was appointed. Trump wasn't appointed. He actually won. But through a fluke, she got the seat, and then when she was asked a legitimate question that every single lawmaker, mm-hmm. uh, Democrat or Republican, who has anything to do with this impeachment trial, should be asked, do you want to hear new yeah. information? Do you want witnesses? Everyone should be asked that question. If you don't want to answer, guess what? You keep it pushing, keep moving. No comment, yes or no. You right. don't have to 
be rude. You don't have to degrade someone just because you can't answer the question. So definitely, uh, Pat, the man who was caught on tape threatening to throw someone down the stairs definitely mm-hmm. has the credibility to call someone a punk. That's what on I was air. just thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's out of control, too. And if anybody dares challenge uh, Fredo Cuomo, <laughs> then uh, he goes out of his mind. So, yeah, he's got no credibility. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous how they clutch their pearls whenever send anyone questions the credibility of CNN. It's like, you guys work at CNN. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, like, uh, th- they are like, like MSNBC light or something yeah. like that. Which is crazy yeah. because at least with MSNBC, you, I mean, they're pretty upfront about yeah. their bias. CNN continues to claim that they don't have a bias at all. Mm-hmm. And if this was AOC shutting down a Fox reporter, you'd know they'd be saying, slay queen, <laughs> yeah. you're amazing, good job. Like, but just because it's a Republican, they're acting like it's some big deal. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, all right, the topic you all have been waiting for, okay. Pornhub. Mm. Pornhub. Poor Pornhub, they're being sued by a deaf man for violating his human rights. I'm sorry, I can't. Is it Jessica Yaniv? For for violating his human rights. Uh, He says that they violated his human rights because they do not provide closed captioning on their videos. And uh, apparently, he says, the site's lack of subtitles violates the rights of deaf and hearing impaired under the Americans with Disabilities Act. Now, of course, the ADA prohibits discrimination against people with disabilities in the areas of employment, transportation, public accommodations, communications, and access to state and local government services and programs. Um, I'm not quite sure what category. I mean, I I don't watch the site. (laughs) Uh, I don't hang out there, but uh, is there much to hear? Uh, Is there a lot of, like, Emily Dickinson dialogue here? (laughs) Jane Austen writes some of the scripts? I'm not sure. What do you want to hear? (laughs) I feel like you probably can tell what's going on by the context clues. Yeah, you would think. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I feel really awkward talking about this. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Maybe they should have, Lighten up, it's Friday. Well, maybe maybe they could have a sign language translator on the bottom of the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Look, this is obviously the civil rights fight of our lifetime. So (laughs) the sooner we can get this case before the Supreme Court, the better. I mean, I just, it's so, it it really is, we're joking, but it is indicative of where we are at in America right now, that everything is a violation against your human right. And everything is a human right. Right, exactly. So whenever you don't receive something that you Mm -hmm. want, it is a violation of your human right. You know, we just heard Bernie in the debates, healthcare is a human right, or healthcare is a human right. He says it. Every single chance he gets, and I'm like, I, I mean, it's not. Uh, no, it isn't. <laughs> you can say it. You can keep saying it. You can keep saying mm-hmm. all of these things are your human right. Affordable housing is a human right. Uh, no debt for college is a human right. All not of having things. to work is a human right. Right. And still getting paid by and the government. Still getting paid by Subtitles the government. Subtitles on Pornhub is now a human is right. Is a human right. That is how far society has fallen. See, I wasn't just coming up with a ridiculous story. There was a tie-in. All right. Uh, all right. Let's go to yesterday's poll. Elizabeth Warren accused Bernie Sanders of telling her a woman can't win the presidency. Bernie denied it. Who do you think is lying? Okay. I have a question for you on this, John. Mm. Um, Let me give the results first. Both, 47.5% of you said both. 
Elizabeth Warren was uh, closely followed that answer, 42.6%, and 9.8% said Bernie. How could they both be lying? Well, there's the idea that Bernie could have said a version of okay. a woman can't win. So like maybe in a like context. Like maybe he said it could have been harder for a woman to win against Trump than a okay. man. Okay. But I don't know. I, I, yeah. You were just trying to to troll me. Yeah, throw a little troll in there. You did because mm -hmm. I was like, wait a second. What? Both. I mean, they're both liars, obviously, because mm -hmm. they're politicians. Mm -hmm. So we know that they're both liars, and that's something that drives me nuts with the Bernie bros uh, online is that they're like, well, we know Elizabeth is lying because Bernie has never lied. Bernie doesn't Bernie lie. Bernie only tells lied. the truth. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> that is so short-sighted. But in this case, Pat... I believe Bernie. Okay. I do too. Mm. I do too. A hundred percent. What do you think, Giancarlo? Yeah, I'm willing to side with Bernie here. Like, Maybe he said something, like some variation of that, like, like kind of like what you were alluding to. I think if he did, it was completely taken out of context yeah. and manipulated to use uh, sure, so that yeah. Elizabeth Warren could play the victim. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't imagine Bernie t t telling her, well, you know, a woman can't get elected. <laughs> well, know? I mean, he's on tape from like, what, 1988 yeah. saying... Mm -hmm. They could. He thinks that a woman could be president, so it would be very out of character. And he tried to get her to run in 2016, too, so it's ridiculous. Uh, his explanation was actually compelling, I thought, uh, and that's why I sided with him, because yeah. Yeah, he's been saying it for 30 years. Uh, he did wait for her to decide mm -hmm. if she was going to get in the race in 2016. He just saw a woman win the popular vote. It'd be ludicrous for him to say you, a woman can't win. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think there's record of him saying it at the Constitutional Convention of the 1780s. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, all right, today's poll. What is Trump's biggest accomplishment? All right, here are your options. Reshaping the judiciary, Baghdadi and Soleimani strike, America's booming economy, or trade deals. What do you think, Pat? Mm, it's not trade deals. Uh, probably the economy. All right. Booming economy for Pat. What do you think, Giancarlo? Judiciary. It's the most lasting impact of his administration. All right. What do you think? Yeah, I would go with judiciary, too. You agree with that? Uh, I'm just going to go with Soleimani, just to be different. I don't know. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think by going to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Mm -hmm. Everyone have a good weekend. We'll see you Monday. <sighs> Missed that episode where we, we tried those chicken sandwiches. Oh, the Popeye's one? That's great. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.